Welcome everybody. I'm just gonna say uh, a few, two words, just two words. Welcome everyone. Um, this is a little bit of a trying time for me as I recently lost my father. Uh, my father davened in a shul, a uh, MBD, aka Minyan Bli Diburim. It's something that he valued very much. A minion that there's no talking, a show where there's where they respect uh, the shtika during davening, and he, my father was here on Sulasteira, and he gave the rabba bracha that he should be zayicha to build makam teira, basic nasas this very year, and now Baruch Hashem, we see this being mekoyim, we see the bracha being fulfilled, and Rishus uh, the rav. We're going to be launching this campaign, Lilo Nishmas, my father, Rebel Yog, and Rebbe Brom. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce the Rav to say a few words. Okay, good evening, everyone. Thank you very much, everybody, for coming. I'm very overwhelmed that we had such a beautiful turnout. And just stop and pause for a moment and think about the nest and the miracle of what has transpired over a little bit over a year. We started the Minion immediately, right after. We started in our living room. We started a few days before. We didn't know where the minion would be. We didn't have a Sefer Torah. We didn't have a Bima. We didn't have an Amud. And somehow everything came together miraculously. And the question is, we're riding the Kanfei Nisham. We're riding a miracle. The entire min- minion and the entire functioning of the minion and all of the proceedings of the minion are Lamala Lamala Manateva. If somebody did not ever see Nisim in their life. They only had to come to our minion and see how the Yibbana Shalom is guiding us. And Be'ez uh, Hashem, we're going to have Siyatah Dishmaya. The Yibbana Shalom is going to help us. We're, it's, we're going to make this happen. We don't know where we're going to be davening this coming Shabbos. This is coming apart tomorrow, Tuesday, and we don't even know where we're going to be this Shabbos. But we know the Yibbana Shalom will take care of us. And the question, Rabbi Yisai, is, are you going to be part of this miracle? It's happening. It's going to happen. We thank everybody who's been on board until now. But the question is, are you still with us? Are you ready to experience the biggest miracle of all? Because the Yam is in front of us, and now it's time to jump in, and we're going to experience Kriyas Yamsov. So, you know, when Kal Yisrael came to build the Mishkan, it was an impossible task. Uh, there were Avodim. They had no ability to build an Arayin, to build a Shulchan, to build a Menorah. And the Rabban asked, so how'd they do it? How did they do it? They knew how to build, they knew how to take Kruvim and chisel it out. They didn't have that skill, they didn't have that talent. The Rabban says they dug from deep within themselves, the Ish Asher Nesai Libai. They tapped into an ability that they didn't know they had because they wanted to do it. So, the question Rabbi Yisai is, not many people in their lifetime have an opportunity to build a Beis HaMikdash. Yeah, many people contribute to a building fund. But we know all the shuls will become part of the Beis HaMikdash. All the shuls. But 
Baruch Hashem, in our Makkah and Torah Tefillah, we meet the criteria of a shul, which number one is, there's no talking over here. So, you know, the Mishaburah brings that all the shuls will become part of the Beis HaMikdash, provided that there's no talking. So, you know, if in a place where some people are and some people are not, it's a very nice place, it's a very nice contribution, mm-hmm. but it ain't going to Yerushalayim when Mashiach comes. That's a Dabar Pasha. So there are not many opportunities in life that you have that you could contribute to something that you are vouchsafe that you know this is going to move and be part of the Azara and the Heichal and the Kodesh and the Kodesh Akdoshim. It's eternal investment. It's a rare opportunity. So thank you very much for uh, coming this evening. Bez Hashem, we're going to have Siat Dushmaya. We're going to make it happen. We need everybody's help. We, uh, from within the shul itself, unless uh, somebody's going to come forward and give us, you know, there's a shul, a building name available. If you want the building name, it's only $1 million. If somebody wants that right now, stand up and uh, let us know immediately. We'll make things. Somebody is standing up. Gordon? No? Uh, there's the international recording studio. There's the main sanctuary. There's the Arain. But very likely this is going to happen with everybody's help, which means we're really asking everybody, we're begging everybody to reach beyond your immediate circle, beyond your brother and sister, beyond your father and mother, and share the opportunity with somebody because, like we mentioned, it's a very rare opportunity. You know, there's a, there's a uh, charity tonight for a very important cause, very important cause. They're raising $18 million. And we all need it. And the advertisement is because nothing is more important. That's almost true. That's almost true. But there is something more important. To establish a genuine Makam Taira Utfila Gedoila Tamataira Yoiser Mehatsalas Nafashas. So there's nothing more important, nothing more valuable that you could be involved in. There's possibly no greater opportunity than you ever had in your entire life. And I don't say that, uh, I say that with full confidence. There's probably no greater opportunity you've had in your entire life than to help us make this happen. So I want to just invite a few friends, some from the community, some from uh, the shul, just to share a few words. Um, let's see, Rabbi David, Rabbi David Solomon, who I know for uh, many years, just to share a few words. We're going to ask Rabbi Alex Shulman, and um, then we're going to go to Mendel. Thank you very much, everybody, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu should bless our efforts. We should all have Siata Deshmaya, and Bez Hashem, this coming Shabbos, we should have uh, the beginning of a very successful Makam Tarot Thank you very much. Good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is David Solomon. I moved to the neighborhood about seven years ago. Uh, I grew up in Kew Garden Hills, Queens, and I had this chus to know Rabbi Gladstein uh, back in Kew Garden Hills. I think you, you have a tremendous opportunity here, as Rabbi Gladstein described, 
Um, first of all, to daven in a shul with no talking is extraordinary. I never dreamed in my entire life that I would, and I had the opportunity at one point for 13 years to daven in a shul with no talking. Uh, I didn't even think I was capable of it, but if you have a rav like Rabbi Gladstein, who is super inspiring and a group of people who are committed to it, um, I think there's nothing like it. And there's a certain positive peer pressure where you just get used to it. Um, that's something that I think you can feel amazing about Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur uh, in just thinking and reflecting on your life to say, Hashem, I daven mishul with no talking where people respect the tefillah. Second of all, you have a, uh, to have a, the benefit of to see such a tremendous person who's a Marbitz Torah all over the world and perhaps might be one of the biggest Marbitz Torah in the entire world, uh, I think is extraordinary. And to build a shul which is permeated with tefillos that are pure with no talking, with the tremendous scholarship and research and the way that, that Rabbi Gladstein gives it over. I, I've been zocher to come to the Shabbos Agadol and Shabbos Shuvah the last bunch of years. Uh, is extraordinary. The content that you have, I'm, I'm jealous of you and your families because you have, you you get to hear first quality uh, Torah imbued with Jewish history that you can that you're able to come home and share with your family is extraordinary. Uh, and then finally, your shul has global reach. I mean, this is uh, this is someone who is broadcasting to the entire world and talking to people in South Africa, Europe, uh, etc., even Asia, perhaps. Um, I, I think that's something that's beyond your own Daladamas. Obviously, your, your, your Daladamas here are spectacular because there's no talking and you have tremendous learning going on. But the ability to have a chilek and being able to spread Torah globally is extraordinary. Ashrecha. And I hope uh, all of you will join me in helping Rabbi Gladstein make this a reality. And you should have tremendous hatzlacha and your families will benefit uh, Ad die, and I wish you continued success. Amen. Thank you very much. Rav asked me to speak for a couple of minutes, Baruch Hashem. It's not a hesped. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it very much mekatsar. By the way, the minigin Lubavitch is no hespedim. You know, acharei mos Everybody's a tzaddik after 120. Baruch Hashem, you guys have, and we have in our community, uh, living, breathing, safer Torah. And I don't say that very lightly. How does one measure a gadol Yisrael? You know, if there's a yid who's able to be mashpi on people that look like him and walk like him and talk like him, that's a big deal. That's a big deal, and that's a big person. That that's a person that's you know quite n- not so common to see. You know, I've known the Ruff for uh, over a decade. I've been with him in Williamsburg with uh, Hasidim. I don't know with uh, I don't know Satmar. I've been in a room full of hundreds of Sephardim. I've been in a room full of Ashkenazim. Everybody. So that to me is a Gavar Rabba. Is somebody that's able to talk to this generation and to every single type of yet. That's Rabbi Gladstein. Um, you know, listen. What do we? What's there to say about tzedakah? You know, we don't. We're, we're the 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 best people in these inyanim, the kindest people in these inyanim. The the Yerushalmi calls it the mitzvah. Yeah, but the only thing greater than giving tzedakah is when one's able to give tzedakah that influences Kal Yisrael. So you guys have an opportunity to do that. We all have an opportunity to do that, and uh, we should see the rub go from strength to strength in uh, influencing uh, this generation.
Okay, thank you very much for those uh, very over-exaggerated words, but um, I assure you my mother would believe them, and, uh, th and my father, my father believes them. Okay, so here's the bottom line. We've got to make this happen. So many people have very generously stepped forward, and we appreciate everybody's contribution, and we're asking everybody to... Uh, commit to one of three tiers. Um, either through their own contribution or by reaching out to other people. Not everybody is able to give themselves, but everybody is able to uh, share the opportunity with others. It's not, uh, it's not an absolute commitment. It's, uh, we're going to try our best. We're all going to try our best. The amounts um, Mendel is going to introduce for us Mendel is a representative from Charity. We've been uh, preparing and working together for about two weeks. And um, if everybody could seriously consider the opportunity, consider really an opportunity to affect many, many Yidin, and especially our own families, to be able to simultaneously raise our own families, Altara Sakoidesh, and influence Klal Yisrael, it's a win-win it's a opportunity. So I want to introduce... Mendel, what's your last name? Abelski. Mendel Abelski, and he's going to uh, continue the conversation further. Shalom Aleichem, everyone. Um, I was told this would be a crowd of 30. I'm a bit overwhelmed, you know. <laughs> so... Um, we're coming close to building campaign, and the concept of a campaign, uh, many of you, I'm sure, have seen campaigns, and you see it probably um, used to be like once a week. Today, you've seen them like five times a day. Every single time you open your phone, someone else is collecting money, um, and they all look the same, right? If you come online, every campaign, they pretty much say the same thing. There's a, there's a clock, um, there's a goal, there's a bout description, so it could be the colors look different. Um, the numbers are different, but pretty much, you know, it starts off in the beginning of the campaign at 0%, it ends off at a bonus round. It's pretty predictable, so, you know, like, we've definitely seen it around. Um, but um, until you experience a campaign, I'm not sure how many people in this room actually were participants in a campaign in a, um, more, um, in, a, in a closer way. But the second you get involved in a campaign, a campaign's way beyond, you know, the platform or the look or the goal or the money that happens throughout the campaign because that, you know, again, that's technical, it looks good. In my opinion, that's only 10% of the campaign. What really the time of campaign is, is the time the community um, gets together as a community and we're going on for a project. Um, through this campaign, um, I've seen uh, time and time again, especially building campaigns, is that the community as a whole gets to grow together um, onto a greater level that after this campaign, um, you would see in, in this community a greater level of growth, um, connection, and uh, community. So I'm not going to you know, go through now every single part of the campaign. Um, I'm going to more talk about the Nakota that the Rev brought up regarding taking on the, um, the, a goal of money to raise or get or to you know, get from others. Um, so... And explain a little bit how that works. So throughout a campaign, um, one of the strongest elements are we run a campaign for 36 hours or 24 hours or 48 hours, whatever we decided, um, to raise X amount of money from the crowd that we're looking to and we need for this building. 
Um, one of the strongest elements that there are is that every single person in this room, aside of the fact that they could give money towards the show, we all have people around us that really care about what we care about, and they want to support us through what we want to um, support. That means, um, you know, there's something called intellectual giving, and there's something called emotional giving. What intellectual giving is, before someone this shows and give a nice contribution towards the show, so... They're going to make a cheshbin, how much can I give for the show, how much makes sense, how much is a stretch, and like that, they're going to come in and give that contribution. But if someone has an $18 gift to give, and before they give an $18 gift, they have to go to their accountant and discuss it with them. If it makes sense to give an $18 gift, the person's in trouble, right? Like, for an $18 gift, you give or you don't give. Um, that's called emotional giving. You just give it out of the goodwill of your heart. And over a campaign, there are many people around every single person in this room that want to support something that you really care about, and they will give you that gift as long as they are asked for. The number one reason why people don't give is because they weren't asked. So as a community, it gives us the opportune time to turn to our friends and family, share the community we're involved in, and people want to support us in what we're doing. So, you know, back to mentioning there's a lot of campaigns today, and sometimes you can get dizzy or annoyed by campaigns. So when a campaign is built correctly, nicely, and right, um, you don't get annoyed usually. And, and you'll start noticing this once I say it. Um, you know, if a campaign is built in a method that you're not just coming to raise money, uh, you're part of a community, you have a story to share, you have a message to share, the story of a show that came together, the reason why this is your passion, this is the reason why it's important to you, and you get to convey that message with your friends and family, they want to support you through this. Your friends want to give you money for this. They're not, they're not selling their car for you. They're not selling their house for you. They're giving you a nice gift, and they all want to support you until they know that you care about it. And our mission is to convey that um, message to our friends and family over a campaign in a nice way. That will make it be done. So the rabbi uh, prepared the three tiers. I mean, the you know, came as a cheshmer together of three goals where it would be fair if everyone could take upon themselves to raise, at least try. Again, when you put a goal on your um, personal page, it's not a commitment. It's, uh, you know, we're trying our best to do. Um, the lowest goal, you know, for everyone, if it's shy, it would be $2,500, $5,000 goal, or a $10,000 goal. Um, I usually like to do is, if you take a piece of paper, sheet of paper, and put down on that sheet of paper 40 names. 40 names, take down those 40 names from your contact list, just start scrolling through your list, go through name by name. And you say, this person, I want to ask them for 100 This person, you could ask them for 500 Bubby, Zadie, a few brothers, a you know, a business colleague. You go through your list. You put down 40 names. I am convinced you could hit for sure the lowest threshold goal. I'm not without a doubt in my mind. Now, you probably have more than 40 names, many of you, to reach out to. Uh, this is not a campaign you're doing every single year. This is literally, you know, this is your building. This is your show. It doesn't happen every day. Um, and the more committed you are and prepare before a campaign, the more success will be during the campaign. That means, um, you know, the campaign's in around two weeks. Um, I would suggest, you know, tonight already start, you know, you don't have to start raising money. Prepare yourself to be successful. Is by literally starting just going through your contacts, put them aside. Here's their number. Here's how much I want to ask them for next. Here's this person. This is how much I want to ask them for next. And now during the time of the campaign, um, use that list, have it ready for you, and just be focused on the list. And, you know, that's where success will come. And you'll notice, you know, if you talk about 30 people giving you a $36 gift, you raise $1,000. Now, you could probably bring in more than 30 people, and you probably could get a higher average donation than $36. So to go for a $2,500 goal is not insane. 
Um, to go for a $5,000 goal if you're really committed is not crazy, and even a $10,000 goal for some, and some even more. Um, that's, in general, the Mahalach. Now, the way for these teams, in general, to work the most successful, the way um, we've seen them the strongest amount, is, you know, you can look now at Salah, you can look at High Lifeline, let's say High Lifeline, they run a campaign. There's times that people in this room, I've been, I've been in one time in a meeting, and someone told me they gave this year 12 times to High Lifeline. <laughs> for real. Why? Because 12 different people that they knew are biking for High Lifeline, they supported them. So it comes to shallow. Wait a second. So if you believe in High Lifeline, give them one check and you're good to go. What are you giving them 12 times for? So, and, and, and the reason is, um, the reason is because not always are you giving to the organization. M- most times and many times the reason why you're giving is, is because of the person that you know. People give to people. So when someone knows you, they don't care if you're raising for a shoal. Or Lahavdo, if you're raising for uh, you know humanitarian aid in Africa, they mamish don't care. They as long as they see that this is your passion, that's what you care about, they'll support you. Um, and obviously, when you're raising money for something that talks to them and they share a common interest, that means you know obviously if you're raising for Malcolm Kedushah and this is what talks to them, they obviously support you even stronger. You identify as us, but um, but the Nakoda is they are supporting you. So when we're going to make these goals as much as possible throughout the campaign, we really want to convey that message. So when I started off earlier, you want to convey you know, your passion about the organization. It should be a goal that you put your name and you have a goal. People want to see you hit your goal. Me personally, um, uh, my father, he, he, runs a can- he runs a campaign once a year. I take on the team page for him. Um, now they had his Chabad uh, emissary in Shliach in near Ukraine, so they had now emergency appeal. So I took it on team page and I doubled my goal. Why? Because I don't know why. Now I, I have seen the same people that have given me donations before. They have given me double and triple because when I had a greater goal, they saw me put down more energy. I put down myself a donation on the page. They saw that I was committed more. People gave me more. It's you know when people see you committed. That's all they really care about, and it's all they want to see. So they'll see that you're going crazy to hit this campaign. They're going to give you more money. Um, and the, and the, the page, as much as possible, they'll, when the page is ready, um, tonight, you know, you could do a sign-up page, but once you even have a page, you could edit your page. And to, as much as possible, put a picture of yourself if you want. Um, write a personal description about your um, why you're raising money. When you send out a text message, you know, explain that while you are raising money, you know, when you're calling and you come from a calling center, you're not calling for a third-party organization. You're calling because this is your show. That's the only reason why you're calling. You're not calling because, by the way, I go to a show. That show is raising money, and I want to help them. If you call like that, so the person's going to give you maybe $10 if he's nice. But if you call up on the phone and you say, listen, I'm part of a show. This show right now, we're, pr- we're purchasing a new property. We're still we're building up our show. This is something that really talks to me. Please help us out. Help me out, Right? That will get the person to give you something, and you know th- that that's really what it takes. And and on that note, if you're doing a phone call, you got to their heart. Not everyone answers their phone today. Not everyone wants to answer their phone. So if it's a WhatsApp, if it's a voice note versus text, is it's 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 years apart. It's your you're being personal to the person. If you can't voice note, text message. But don't text message without his name. Make sure it's personal. Maybe even ask him how's your newborn doing. You know, show him that you actually are reaching out to him, um, and. Again, the more personal it's going to be, the more successful it's going to be. Um, that's in general, you know, that's in general the mahalo. So it's not just about making a campaign page and just sharing out the link on your status, but really it's about, you know, getting to the people, reaching out to them, calling them, speaking to them, show them that you really care, and that's what's going to make uh, the history happen. So, um, you know, 
coming towards, I would say, is the, as practical steps we're going to have after, you know, material to share of a sample calling script, a sample text message to use, you know, to give you the ideas of what has to be done. But between you, that's all to open up your head to understand what has to be done. The more it's translated in your head to what actually you want to do, that means you should actualize it and you should vision how you want to say it. The booklet's not going to be Meshim Misinai. Um, it's given to be edited. Um, you find your words the way you want to say it, and literally just go and raise money, get a phone call after a phone call, um, commit for it. It's going to happen. Um, and uh, you know, watch watching this is uh, you see yourself already as as Rav said, you're already part of a big miracle happening. Um, commit yourself, and the Abraham already will show you the end of the way. Okay, um, so if anybody, uh, in order to make this as most successful as possible, we're giving three recommended tiers. Um, these are amounts that you could either give, or you could uh, raise, or you could do both. Now, if you want to do more than 10, we've thought about it, and we will allow you to do more than that even. Um, if anybody wants to uh, let us know any of the tiers that they want to uh, participate in, I guess we'll start with the, uh, the top tier. If anybody wants to uh, help us make a team page for that amount, anybody could help us with that. Alan Sector. Okay, thank you very much. Am I doing this way? Anybody else think they could reach that amount? Ten. Isaac, yeah. thank you. Ellie? Wow. Eliyahu Gladstein. Thank you. Anybody else? Dr. Asi Klein, thank you very much. Anybody else want to... Avi Murray, okay, thank you. Should I take that as a yes? <laughs> I am Kazdin, thank you very much. Tiskel Mitzvah. Anybody else think they could try for that amount? Anybody want to think about trying for that amount? Either you'll think about this and we'll think about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So I guess we'll go. Uh, we'll go. We'll go with five. We'll go to the five. Anybody want to try for five? Mayor Yaffe, okay. 
Daniel Goldman, thank you very much. Shui Greenspan, Shaya. First, we want to give a big hand to Shui Greenspan because if not for him, we wouldn't have never got him to this point. Shui already uh, meets the, met the top goal many times over, so we thank him for his. Anybody who already uh, gave five could also say, yeah, I'm in for that. Uh, is that okay? Yeah? Rabbi Yossi Badner. What? He's going to think about another five. Who's going to think about five? Rabbi Yossi Badner. Dr. Horowitz, thank you very much. Okay, Dr. Menachem Fuchs. I know where you live. And also I forgot to thank Dr. Fuchs for sponsoring uh, today's breakfast. And we thank Gordon, who's giving a big log Boimer bash in his backyard this week. Anybody else want to go for five? Svi Goldstein, okay. Anybody else want to go for five? DJ Franco, thank you very much. Anybody else want to try for five? What? Yeah, why not? Yitzi Zuckerman. Okay. Anybody else that I missed for five? Anybody else want to try for five? Okay, the next tier is 2,500. Anybody want to go for that? Rafael Yair Weinberg. Anybody else, 25. Yitzi Friedman. Okay. Thank you very much. Anybody want to try? Well, we have Romy Friedman. Thank you. Ukhaim Bender. Thank you very much. Okay. Rabioni Novik. Novik, right? Novak. No, and Novak. <laughs> Anybody else want to try for uh, Nissen? You're up to 17, Nissen. <laughs> okay. Anybody else want to try? We have Eitan Weinberg. Eli Nismas, Rebellio Ben Avram. Anybody else want to try for 25? Rebbe Goldberg. Thank you. Anybody else want to try for 25? The Lipsky family. Thank you very much. Anybody else want to try for 2,500? Jeff Kramer. Go ahead. 
Before we continue, we're going to hear a little Divrei uh, Hisairos from my dear friend, Rabbi Alan Sector, who, yeah, go for it. You're tired. <laughs> Good evening, Rabbi Eisai. One second, we got to give you the mic. <laughs> Come from the young Israel dinner. I don't ordinarily wear a suit and tie on a Sunday evening. Um, I'm glad to be as much more adept with the technology than I am. Most of this works. I'm really here for one reason. I have a loud voice. It's loud enough. Um, I love Rabbi, and I believe in the in the mission of, of having the shul in the neighborhood. I think that there's a, uh, a real need for the shul here. Uh, and I think that there's a real Christ that we all have to help Rabbi Glassie to establish the shul. And a million dollars seems like a daunting task. It's a lot of money. Um, but, you know, if uh, all of us band together and do what this fine gentleman said to do, there's no question that we could do this. I want to be on the right side of history this time. You know, I believe that this is going to happen because I believe in my heart of hearts that this shul needs to be here and Hashem's going to make it happen. And when it's built and when Rabbi Glassie has the shul that he deserves, I would be able to walk in the building and say that I did something to help. That's really it. That's a selfish motivation. I believe it's going to happen. I don't want to be the guy that walks in afterwards and like coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, because um, Rabbi Glassie deserves this, and uh, and we as a kahila deserve this. I, I don't dive in here that often, but I've been learning Dafa Shavua with Rabbi for over two and a half years. I kind of found him by accident, um, and he's become a close friend, and something that I, I love, and, and the learning is something that I cherish. Um, I, I believe that this group can do this, you know, um, and if everybody tries hard and digs deep themselves and reaches out to the people that they know, uh, you know, it's not such a nace, it's not such a beyond uh, realm of possibility. We don't have to rely on miracles, we just have to each do a little bit of, of work. We all have a lot of commitments. I myself, you know, I'm like the rest of you, you know, I pay tuition, I send my kids to camp, it's all after tax dollars, I work for a living, it's expensive, I get it. I'm a member of two shuls, this is my third shul that I'm a member of. But I believe in, in Rabbi Glassstein, uh, and, and I, I think that it's important not only that he has the, the shul that he deserves, uh, that this community has a Rebbe of his caliber that's in the kind of Makam Torah that we can build together, and that the broader Jewish world has access to the kind of scholarship and leadership uh, and, and panemistic uh, uh, Torah learning that, that Rabbi Glassstein has uh, really is, is, that is Rabbi Glassstein. He comes from a long line of esteemed Rebbeim, and I know for myself as a Baal Tshuva, um, it, it, it's, it's amazing to me that I have a Kesha with somebody that has a Kesha with the kind of people that Rebbe's grandfather and his grandfather had a Kesha too. It's like I feel as though I'm, I'm touching somebody who's touching greatness. Uh, and I want to be a part of it. I really do. Um, so that's all I have to say. I just, uh, please, everybody, do your best. And, and with Shem's help, it's going to happen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Now you're on Tony time. Okay, so if anybody uh, wants to go back to the tens or more, did I, did I, did I uh, skip anybody? So um, one more thing, we're gonna have a plaque in the building, a separate plaque for those who made efforts to help us with this, uh, the, this endeavor in this way. Um, there'll be a top tier for the you know, master builders and the five and then a two and a half. Um, but whatever anybody wants to do, if there's another amount, we'll go to maybe 1800. Does anybody feel more comfortable with that? That's also, you know, Echad Hamarbev, Echad Hamamet, Uvavad, Sheiskavim, Liva Shamayim. It's equally uh, appreciated. Does that, uh, somebody want to 
take a team page for something like that. You never know, you reach out to your great aunt and she's gonna say, oh, that shul, I love that shul, and maybe she'll make the, she'll make the whole project happen. Is there another amount that somebody wants to uh, participate in? I take that as a yes. <laughs> okay, so we have another option. Anybody want to buy a brick? A brick is $1,000. Anybody want to take a brick? Purchase a brick? Sell a brick? Split a brick? Shnai moichsim ber brick? Zelay merkula shali? Vizel merkatsi shali? Anybody want to participate in that? Okay, we appreciate everybody's uh, generosity tonight. We thank everybody for coming. Just your presence gave us a lot of chizuk and uh, made us uh, more optimistic that there's a Hashem that this is going to happen. Thank you, everybody, very much. If there's uh, somebody who wants to step forward afterwards or let me know, or let you could let Shui know, you could let Rafi know, you could let any of the neighbors know, uh, we appreciate it very much. And Bezos Hashem, we look forward to great Siyat Deshmaya. Thank you very much. Lahagdul Torah Ladira. Thank you.